You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Glory to God. You're all welcome tonight. It's good to see Pastor Anne in the house. You're welcome. I appreciate you. From Wellspring Church. And we have our pastors, Alfred and Wongai. From Alexandra. The place where God lives. Amen. After Midrand. (laughs) Glory to God. You see, God God is 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 an amazing person. Many years ago, uh, Pastor Sam preached a message. He calls it God's mobile house. So God's address is not stationary. It's not in one place. So each and every one of us, one of the reasons why God lives in us is because heaven cannot contain him. The earth cannot contain him. So he needs many residences. And that's why he's in us. What a great mystery. Great mystery. That's why the angels just can't understand. They know how massive he is. He says, the heaven is his throne. The earth is footstool. In other words, when he wants to rest his leg, he puts it on the earth. That's how massive he is. And yet he's inside you. How do you explain such a mystery? Turn to someone and say, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Hallelujah. That's why Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amazing. Never undermine that. Don't, don't undermine the fact that he lives in you. You must carry that consciousness with you every day. Every day. All right? He's more real than even the breath you breathe. Glory to God. Amen. So last week we started, uh, we were talking about, we were dealing with some hectic stuff. And uh, I just want to, I promised you that I was going to continue. Uh, Are there some people that got scared or you said, Pastor, please just tell me how to prosper. (laughs) I just tell me how to make my, my first million or my next million. This is it. This is part of it, right? Hallelujah. Mighty God, why don't you just stretch your hands to me. Father, we just thank you. We bless you tonight. Thank you for your word, which is spirit and is life. And I thank you, Lord God. Even as we go into your word, let your, let your word come with clarity, with simplicity. Let there be revelation. I ask that you will unmask. You will unveil, oh God, the mysteries of the enemy that are being used, oh Father God, to... to, to um, manipulate the lives of your people. Lord, even tonight, even as we go into your word, I just declare, oh Father, victory over every spirit. Victory over every familiar spirit. I declare victory over the spirits of divination. I declare victory over sorcery. I declare victory over witchcraft. I declare victory, oh Father God, oh Lord God, over every manipulative spirit that comes to manipulate the destinies of your people. I come against them right now. 
yes, I stand in my office like a, as a king in your kingdom. And I crush them. I crush their power. I realign every life here. Every life here to be realigned. Oh God, in accordance with your destiny for their lives. Oh Lord God, I seize every life that has been captured by the enemy, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. So we're looking at how to defeat or defeating um, uh, divination and familiar spirits. These things are real. And I'm amazed at the ignorance concerning these matters. And if there's anything you need to ensure in this day and age is the fact that God does not want you to be a spiritual illiterate. As a matter of fact, spiritual illiteracy is more dangerous than natural illiteracy. Now, imagine what your life, what happens to your life in the natural when you are an illiterate. Come on. How many people know that education helps you at least to go a bit further in life? In the natural. The world system is designed to favor certain kind of people. People don't just look at your cute face and then give you a blessing. They, can't, they don't just look at you and say, wow, I just love that smile, so just take a million rands. I mean, I wish life were like that. Then some of us would have multiple millions, right? I can see many zillionaires already. <laughs> yeah, but if it happened, that's how it, I mean, that's not how life works. So even if you are educated and if you are educated wrong, because it's possible to be educated wrong. You can be educated to be a servant rather than to be a leader. Come on. Yeah. So it all depends on how, you, how, how it is structured. Some, some people can sit down and design a curriculum. And after, by the time you've gone through all of this, you'll be a very, very good follower. <laughs> yeah. It's possible. Okay. So, that's why there are certain things they don't teach you in school. Why? Because they know if you know them, <laughs> then they can't control you. That's in the natural. Now, what about the spiritual? There are places where people, God's people go to, then they are not taught certain things. Why? Because if their eyes are open to those things, then they can no longer be manipulated easily. Are you following me? So you need to be careful. Come on. You need to be educated. Spiritually educated. Paul said, Concerning spiritual matters, I would not have you ignorant. Come on. I will not have you ignorant. Concerning spiritual matters. So we're dealing with spiritual matters and we started talking about the spirit of divination. This is a spirit that divines 
and it's a spirit. It's a, it's a spirit that brings information from a source other than God. So it has the ability to actually tell you about your history. Okay? It has, it's a very, very smart spirit because this spirit can actually give you some true information to win your trust in order to get you to live a bigger truth. So, if it wants to rob you, it's, it's not just coming, it, it, it won't just come and say to you, hey, look, I've come to rob you. No, 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 no. For example, huh? if my wife, if God has put something in my wife for you, right? And for you to experience this thing, you need to interact with her and you need to receive her. You need to receive her in a particular way. Do you know what? The, the enemy, if the enemy wants to rob you of that, what's he going to do? He's going to show you something about her that might be true to close your heart from the bigger blessing you're supposed to receive. Are you getting me? That's how it works. So turn to your neighbor and say, not every information is helpful. Yeah. Not every information is helpful. That's why I don't feed my mind with everything. Don't come and tell me about how this person, you know, didn't fix his shoe well. I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't, it has, it has nothing to do with my life. It has nothing to do with my calling. It has nothing to do with my destiny. It has nothing to do with my purpose. Some people are just a garbage collectors, a collection center. So they collect everything everybody is saying about everybody. So when you collect garbage about people, when God wants to bless you through the person whom you have collected garbage about, How many people know that none of us is perfect? Come on. Yeah, if you search my life very well, you'll find some major mistakes. All right, he that seeks shall find. Come on. Yeah, if you seek, you will find. So now if the enemy comes to you and shows you a mistake... You know that that can close your heart. So it's a strategy. It's a strategy. That's just free of charge. I didn't plan to say that. So just keep it somewhere. You might need it. Glory to God. One of the principles I shared with you last week is the fact that this spirit loves to be around power, positions of influence, positions of power. And if there's anything we've been doing in your life is empowering you and lifting you up spiritually to a position 
where Christ has ordained for you. Alright? And it's a position of rulership. It's a position of dominion. It's a position of authority. And because of that, one of the strategies of the enemy is this. Because he loves power, don't think it's only after the president. If you are going to be elevated to a point where you're going to now begin to have influence, to begin to govern the lives of people, to begin to govern communities, to begin to govern places in the spirit. You know that there are some people that are spiritual gatekeepers. So if you are going to go to that level in the spirit and begin to determine what happens, the next thing is you become a target. So he has to find a way to come close to you. <laughs> All right? He wants to come close to you. And one of the ways he can come close to you is through somebody. All right? Or through yourself. Now, how do you run away from yourself? Try to, try to do it. Yeah, what do you say about someone who is running from his shadow? I, I saw a video one time of a child that was running away from, from her shadow. She was crying, running. She turned, look, and she's crying, she's running. And you look at it and you're just laughing. But there is an aspect of you you cannot run away from. So what that spirit does, it wants to attach itself to that. All right? So proximity to power. Let's look at the book of Revelation, chapter 16. Revelation 16 from verse 12. It says, Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up, so that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophets. That's the trinity of Satan. Do you understand? So there's a trinity of God, there's a trinity of man, and there's a trinity of Satan. The trinity of Satan is the dragon, the beast, and the false prophet. Glory to God. So, all three have this spirit. And if you read the next verse, Let's see. It says, For they are spirits of demons performing what? Signs which go out to the kings of the earth and of the kings uh, and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. So, these spirits are assigned 
they would come, they, when the dragon opens his mouth, the dragon, I'm sure you know who the dragon is, right? The dragon is Satan himself. When you read Revelation chapter 12, you see that. That great dragon, this serpent. So in the book of Genesis, he was a serpent. By Revelation, he has become a dragon. He has gone more fierce. He has become more wicked. He has become more deceptive. He has become more vile. He has become more unclean. He has become darker. He has become more brutal. And now his operation, he's mimicking God's operation. So if God has a trinity, he decides to have his own trinity. He decides to have his own trinity. And so the dragon, out of his mouth, the frog comes out. All right? And these are spirits of demons. These are deceiving spirits. These are lying spirits. These are unclean spirits. These are unclean spirits. These are spirits that divine. They are spirits that divine. They can divine the future of a nation. They can divine the future of a family. They can divine the future of a soul. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. And all of this is to battle against the Lord. Don't be fooled about what is going on. There's going to be a show. There's going to be a show of powers one day. Glory to God. And that's why you need to be well established in the truth so that you don't end up in the wrong camp. So the, dra the dragon has this spirit, and then the beast, the beast there, huh, is speaking of the Antichrist. Hallelujah. Yeah, you remember the mark of the beast? Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not really into, I'm not go delving into eschatology, but I'm just bringing out some principles here. Because that's another interesting subject that many people are confused about. Sincerely confused. Alright, so, but this spirit comes out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. So every false prophet has this spirit. Every false prophet has the ability to divine. He has the ability to access information about people by supernatural means other than the Holy Spirit. So by the time you begin to get established in your kingship and you begin to operate in your kingship, you better be watchful. That, that spirit doesn't come close to you. One of the ways, some, a lot of times people, when you hear of Antichrist, is only one, we're only talking about one Antichrist, but when you study the 
Bible properly found that there are many antichrists that have gone out into the world according to the, um, to the epistle of John. All right? So these spirits, when they are operating, they can be in a church, but they are working against Christ. So the spirit of antichrist is not necessarily saying to you, bow now. No, no, no. They have to show you something to win your trust first to make you bow later. Glory to God. But we're going to destroy all their works in the name of Jesus. Every womb that is carrying a spirit of antichrist is going to dry up in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Every breast that is feeding an antichrist is going to dry up. No more flow, no inspiration, no food. In the name of Jesus, every spirit that is, that, is, that is cooking anything against you, I don't care what has been spoken over your family, I don't care what has been spoken, especially those of you that went to Sangomas and they said things over you, we need to undo those things. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Because what they try to do is to set a track for your life so that your life will go according to that. But by the fire of God, we destroy tonight. In the name of Jesus. They gather because they want to fight against the Lord. On that great day. So, familiar spirits... Spirits of divination, they come in different forms. Let's look at the book of 1 Samuel chapter 20, um, 28. 1 Samuel 28. You remember the case of Saul towards the end of his life. This guy, I mean, God stopped speaking to him. Prophets will, will I mean, of course, he had killed the priest. He has... He has <laughs> You know, Samuel is dead. He, he can't, there's nobody. He did not honor the ministry of Samuel. Now Samuel is dead. Huh? So you don't honor somebody when he's alive. When he's dead, that's when you want to now go and consult him. Whoa. Beware of those that consult the dead. Beware of that. Tell me about culture. Demonic culture. That enslaves people. Hmm? Verse 3 says, Now Samuel had died, and all Israel lamented for him and buried him in Ramah, in his own city. And Saul had put the mediums and the spiritists out of the land. All right? Zeal for God. He had put them out of the land. Now, Samuel is dead. He's about to go to battle. He wants to hear God. God is not speaking. He prays. He does everything. God is not saying a word. God is not speaking. Hmm? Verse 5. When Saul saw the army of the Philistines, he was afraid. 
and his heart trembled greatly. <laughs> when God has departed from you, you will be afraid. You will be afraid. He saw the Philistines gather. Oh my God, the whole field was full of them. We're going to battle with you tomorrow. The guy is shaking. What am I going to do? Who's going to talk to? Who is going to seek God for me? David is not nowhere to be found. Hmm? So, when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him either by dreams or by Urim or by the prophets. Even the few prophets that were around from Samuel's school of prophets. They tried, tried. Your majesty, nothing. He's not speaking. So he was scared. Hmm? Then Saul said to his servants, Find me a woman who is a medium, that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his servant said to him, In fact, there is a woman who is a medium at Endor. So Saul disguised himself and put on other clothes, and he went. And two of the men with him, and they came to the woman by night. And he said, Please conduct a science for me. And bring up for me the one I shall name to you. Then the woman said to him, Look, you know what Saul has done. How he has cut up the mediums and the spirits from the land. Why do you lay a snare for my life to cause me to die? And Saul swore to her, By the Lord. He swore to her by the Lord, saying, As the Lord lives, no punishment shall come upon you for this thing. Of course, he didn't say he was Saul. Then the woman said, Whom shall I bring up for you? And he said, Bring up Samuel for me. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out with a loud voice, And the woman spoke to Saul, saying, Why have you deceived me? For you are Saul. And the king said to her, Do not be afraid. What did you see? And the woman said to Saul, I saw a spirit ascending out of the earth. Now, if you want to really get this, see it in the King James Version. Let's read it in the King James. The old King James. Look at, look at that verse. He says, what did you see? Huh? Where's 13? Come on. Let's. The king said unto her, be not afraid. For what sowest thou? I like games. What sowest thou? Turn to someone and say, what sowest thou? Come on. Hallelujah. Doesn't it even sound anointed? What so is thou? 
And the woman said unto him, Come on. I saw what? Gods ascending out of the earth. Pause there. I saw plural. Okay? I saw gods ascending out of the earth. And we know where they are coming from. They are coming from hell. Hell is beneath. Okay? I saw gods ascending hmm? out of the ground. And he said to her, what is his form? Next verse. Come on. Huh? What is his form? And she said, an old man is coming up. Hello. I thought she saw gods. How did gods become one man? Can you see? Can you see satanic manipulations? A lot of times, people that go, they consult the dead. And that dead person can, that spirit has the ability. That spirit has the ability to take the face of someone and appear just like that person. They were gods. By the time they came to the surface, they were Samuel. They became Samuel. That's why God says, don't consult these mediums. I don't care what culture it is. Don't do it. You'll be deceived. All right? And, and look at... He says, an old man is coming up, and he's covered with a mantle. And Saul perceived that it was summer. And he stood up with his face to the ground and bowed down. Come on, submission. Bow down. All right? The gods have the face of Samuel. They have the appearance of Samuel. They have the dressing of Samuel. That is familiar spirits. Glory to God. That's how they operate. That's how they operate. So, Samuel said to Saul. Now, some people use this, they take the scripture and they use this to, to try to validate ancestralism. Yeah? They use this to try to say, well, Samuel came up. To speak, but I can prove to you that it was not Samuel. He looked it, it looked like Samuel, but it was not Samuel. Why do you think that Satan wanted the body of Moses? Why? He wanted to use it. And God had to go and fight him. 
sent an angel. Angel Michael had to go and block him and rebuke him. The Lord rebuke you. So familiar spirits have the ability to go to the to the to the cemetery uh, wherever that person was buried, they can take that body and use it. That's what happens. That's what happened here. And Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? Liar. Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? And Saul answered, I am deeply distressed, for the Philistines make war against me, and God has departed from me and does not answer me anymore, neither by prophets nor by dreams. Therefore I have called you, that you may reveal to me what I shall do. Is that not what they do when they go to those places? Reveal to me. And then the person will throw some things and say some things. And then, oh, I see this. You know, there are different ways they do it. And they'll say, there's somebody here. There's this. There is that. And he say, wow. Spot on. Accurate. In fact, my grandmother used to be like this. In fact, my... <laughs> and some are even they, they even have a TV program they have, they have phone lines you can just phone in and they will help you to connect with familiar spirits just give them your credit card details yeah this generation has been so deceived it's sad So, Samuel is explaining to this spirit. Then Samuel said, <laughs> sorry, Saul is explaining to this spirit, right? And then this Samuel speaks. You see, one thing you need to understand about the Bible is this. I, I read a post one time on, on Facebook and somebody was writing some nonsense about the Bible. But you see, the Bible records things truthfully, but not everything is truth. Okay, So you need the principles of biblical interpretation to understand what you are reading. So it's saying Samuel here. It's not saying that it's truthfully Samuel. But it's just recording the narrative. Truthfully. Are you getting me? So somebody can read this now and think this is truth. No, no, no. It's just recording Faithfully, what actually happened. So, someone said, So why do you ask me, seeing the Lord has departed from you and has become your enemy? And the Lord has done for himself as he spoke by me. For the Lord has turned the kingdom out of your hand and given it to your neighbor David. Because you did not obey the voice of the Lord, nor execute his fierce wrath upon Amalek, 
Therefore, the Lord has done this thing to you this day. Moreover, the Lord will also deliver Israel with you into the hand of the Philistines. And tomorrow, you and your sons will be with me. The Lord will also deliver the army of Israel into the hand of Philistines. Say divination. divination. Yeah. So this spirit is now predicting the future for Saul. Tomorrow, you are going to join me here. Where? In hell. Glory to God. You are going to join me tomorrow. You and your sons tomorrow, you will join me here. Israel is going, the army of Israel is going to be defeated by Philistines. Accurate predictions. Immediately Saul fell full length on the ground. And he was dreadfully afraid because of the words of Samuel. And there was no strength in him, for he had eaten no food all day, nor all night. Because of the words of Samuel. The gods that formed Samuel spoke. He fell. The guy was finished. He was too scared. What am I going to do? And that's what happens. You see, the spirits, these spirits, if they don't speak through someone, they can actually speak in your dreams. They can speak to you in a vision. They will come and predict your future. And you wake up, you are scared, shaking. Care is not falling. If not taking, you will fall down like so. When you experience that, you wake up and stand on the word of God. You take a stand and say, in the name of Jesus, I believe the report of the Lord. So that was not, that was not summer. Turn to your neighbor and say, that wasn't summer. Look at First Chronicles chapter 10. Look at why... Saul died. When you begin to seek those things, they can kill you. You can die before your time. You begin to consult those things. Hmm? Look at verse 13. First Chronicles chapter 10. It says, so Saul died. For what? His unfaithfulness which he had committed against the Lord because he did not keep the word of the Lord, and also because... Can you see? He didn't consult Samuel. He didn't say because he consulted Samuel. He consulted a medium. That's why God killed him. That's why he died. He died prematurely because he consulted mediums. He disobeyed God and he consulted mediums. Disobedience can kill. Consulting mediums can kill. 
I told you of the brother who chased his wife because of a dream he had about the wife. You just, you just, you, you think that every dream is just from God. You must be deceived to think that every dream is from God. I mean, God speaks in dreams in this day and age, and I believe in that. God speaks to me in dreams. Do you understand? But Satan has tried to speak to me as well. He has tried to speak to me several times. And if I had believed what he said, <laughs> my life would be in a totally different shape today. As if it's still there. Glory to God. So, so died for his own faithfulness to God, huh? which he had committed against the Lord because he did not keep the word of the Lord. When the Lord told him to kill the Amalekites, he refused. Right? That counted against him. And then also because he went to that um, medium of Endor. To consult Samuel. So please, whatever happens, don't consult. Seek God. Don't seek those that have familiar spirits. Do you know that the primary way that God leads the believer today, in fact, the primary way God should lead you is not by dreams and visions. It's not by prophets. As a New Testament believer, as many as are led by what? Come on. As many as are led by dreams. As many as are led by prophecy. As many as are led by uh, prophets. No. As many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. And that's why you need to grow spiritually. You need your relationship with the Holy Spirit. You need to grow. You need to develop that. So these other means of guidance are secondary. They are more confirmatory. Are you following me? Yeah. Than the primary way that God leads. The primary way God leads you is by His Spirit. Some people like to cast the fleas. Lord, if you want me to speak to my neighbor, just make this bulb to explode. And then I know that's your will for me to evangelize. You disobedient. I don't use, want to use the other word. Just go obey. What he has already said in his word, you do it. Amen? So God lead us, leads us by His Spirit through His Word. That's a primary way. Other things can come. But then, if you don't have a good foundation, if you are not well established in the Scriptures, you can be deceived. And that's why many people are being deceived today. I remember... Some years ago, somebody came to our church. She came to the premises. And, uh, please, uh, I'd like to see the pastor. I'd like to see the pastor. I said, oh, okay, what do you want? Um, 
Does your pastor prophesy? I said, um, why? Why? He says, no, I'm looking for a pastor who can prophesy. Then I said to her, but we have the motion word of prophecy. And she looked at me. She didn't understand what I was saying. I said, we have the motion word of prophecy. She said, no, um, I want the pastor, you know, uh, I want the pastor to prophesy. So I said to her, you know what? If you come to church, you will meet the pastor. She said, ah, but does he prophesy? (laughs) So being part of the service is not what she's interested in. She wants a prophecy. So I said to her, you know, this strong urge or desire for prophecy can lead you to deception. Do you know that? And she said, no, you know what? I have this boyfriend. We've been together for 11 years. We've been living together, and now, you know, uh, I caught him cheating, and um, I want to know whether it's God's will for me to leave him. (laughs) She wants to make sure. So she wants the pastor to now pray and tell her if God wants her to leave this boy. I said to her, my sister, it doesn't work like that. I didn't tell her I was a pastor. I'll just, look, if you will come, the word of God can shed light. I said to her, the entrance of the word brings light. It gives understanding to the simple. So what you need is light. So that you can make the right decision. He says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. So what you need is not a prophecy. You need a word that can light your feet and your path. All I was saying was just grammar. Then she said, do you know any pastor around who can prophesy? <laughs> then I just knew there's, yeah, there's no, there's no point. I said to her, God bless you, you know, may God just bless you. <laughs> and that was it. She walks away. But what is all this strong desire for prophecy? What's going on? Do you know that every one of you can prophesy? You, you, you can prophesy. The gift of prophecy is one of the gifts that every believer can flow in. And listen, I mean, prophecy has its place. It's a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. And we should use it. You can use it when you go evangelizing, you know. Get some people's attention. Say, yeah. That thing you were telling your wife about that pastor, it's not good. God said you shouldn't talk like that. Huh? How did you know? But, you see, the thing is, there is, it is possible for a born-again child of God, a true man of God, 
to enter into divination if he's not careful. And a good example is Balaam. Do you understand? When your motives get corrupted, when your motives get corrupted, you can enter into divination without knowing. So, uh, you, you, you really want, you, I mean, you have this ability. It's like this friend of mine, <laughs> God bless him. He came to me, you know, I don't know, everywhere I go to, if I just, if I just preach in any church, the people will just give cards to the pastor. Of course, I knew what he was trying to imply. It's, it's an indirect way of saying, can you invite me? And he doesn't know I'm not looking for cars. I just looked at him and I just laughed. You know what? That night, I had a dream and God showed me things about him. My goodness. That guy uses divination. Ha! Huh? I was shocked. Now, I know he is, he, I mean, I've, I've known him for years, but he has entered into divination. So when I saw that, I just, hello, hello, you know, I love you from afar, it's okay. Hmm? Yeah. So when your motives are not right, the enemy can ride on your motives. So if you're just looking for how to exploit people, if you're looking for how to take advantage of people, you are exposing yourself. Years ago, the Lord told a man of God, Kenneth Hagin, said to him, because Kenneth Hagin was a prophet, a mighty prophet of God. God used him mightily to help to spearhead the faith message, to kind of restore the faith message. So, um, the Lord told him in one of the visitations he had, when the Lord was teaching him about operating in the, in, in the prophetic gift, the Lord said to him, listen, any time, he said to him, any time you want to flow in the prophetic and my spirit is not there, and you force yourself, you get into divination. So you can be anointed. You can be a true child of God. You need the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Hallelujah. I don't care. I, I'm not impressed by anybody's accuracy. You can come and give me my history from before I was born to date. My spirit must bear witness with your spirit. So if your spirit does not bear witness with anybody, I don't care, even if it's me, and your spirit says no, don't receive it. Because the moment you receive it, it begins to walk towards fulfillment. All right. So that's why sometimes I see, even there are seasoned men of God that, you know, I just... I just know, oh, wow. <laughs> You're just trying to encourage me. I, it's okay. 
I received encouragement, but you know, this particular matter, I just block it. Amen? Amen? Yeah. So, why am I saying this? Influence. Remember, this spirit loves people of influence. Loves to be around people of influence. So, if you have influence over people's lives, be careful. Balaam's case, it was profit. Love for profit. More than the will of God. And God had to sovereignly intervene. But if you notice something, Balaam was one of the people whose ministries was able to pass from the Old Testament into the New Testament, even to the book of Revelation. The doctrine of Balaam. So we have to be careful. Now, money is vital for ministry. In case you don't know, it costs a lot of money to be in this place. All the time. And the fact that we don't, we don't place demands does not mean that there isn't need. And I hear some people, you know, lambasting pastors for, you know, for receiving tithes and all of that. that re- really? One day I'm going to address that matter. And you will see from the scriptures what the right thing is to do. But I want you to know this. We won't deceive you. Amen? We won't deceive you. There are many things we want to do, but we can't do because we are limited. But I'd rather have my soul in place than have some profit and lose my soul. My soul is more important. I'm not ready to go to hell because of anybody. You understand? I mean, I love you so much, but I won't go to hell for you. Amen. I won't. There are many ways to hell. There's only one way to heaven. Turn to someone and say, did you hear that? There are many ways to hell. Even some, some ways to hell look very decent. Yeah, they look decent. So be careful of your quest I believe that there is, we're in an age of uh, an outpouring of the glory of God, the Spirit of God, the power of God, and all of that. And that is why the enemy is also moving. Do you understand? And his, part of his strategy, like I said from the beginning, is that he doesn't mind showing you something in order to close you to what you are supposed to receive or to who you are supposed to receive from. So, you need to check your dreams, check your visions, check the prophetic words you've received. Ask yourself, is this divination or is this the Holy Spirit? One thing is that if it's the Holy Spirit, it doesn't bring fear. You saw Saul there when he started trembling and he fell. He fell under the power of fear. Not the power of the Holy Spirit. 
So the Spirit of God, I don't care what it is, when the Holy Spirit is working, unless it's the fear of God, which is a healthy fear. You need to fear God. If you don't fear God, may God cause you to fear Him. Say amen. amen. <laughs> yeah. May God do things in your life that will cause you to fear Him. Because He's not your mate. Right? When God tells you to do something, you don't start trying to negotiate with Him. And tell God, you know, um, you know, this thing, it doesn't feel right. It's not about your feeling. Just obey before complain. So one of the reasons why we're not seeing the power of God as we should is because we're not obeying God. Some of you, your breakthroughs have been delayed because of your disobedience. That's all. God is just waiting on the other side of your obedience. All right? So, how many people love me today? Okay. <laughs> it's hard, but, you know, it's good. The truth is good. It's healing you. It's breaking every divination upon your life. Whatever has been released over your life. Whatever dreams that have begun to shape your life. Right now they are aborted in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. They are aborted. Whatever utterance that has been spoken over your life that has now begun to shape your life is aborted right now in the name of Jesus. name of Jesus. I don't care how respectful that person is. I don't care the kind of fire he was carrying. If it's of divination, from now on it's aborted in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It's aborted. Every divination by dreams are aborted right now. In the name of Jesus. Every divination by prophecy I abort them right now in the name of Jesus. Every divination by, by visions, I abort them right now in the name of Jesus. Every divination that come by voices, I abort it right now in the name of Jesus. Concerning you and concerning your family, I declare, according to the word of the Lord, by virtue of His hand upon my life, by virtue of my office that I stand in right now, I position you on the path of destiny. On the path of the fulfillment of destiny. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And those of you that have spoken by divination, you've spoken by divination, those words right now are aborted. They are nullified in the name of Jesus. You have spoken over your life by divination. You have spoken over your life by divination. And those words have trapped you. Those words have limited you. Those words have limited your family. From now on, they are aborted. In the name of Jesus. I command them to dry up. To dry up. Every source of divination in your life. I command to be dried up. In the name of Jesus. 
every covenant with the spirits of divination in your family, in your ancestry, I command them right now to dry up. I release the fire of God upon them in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Every river of divination you drank from, right now, I flush them from your system by the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. They be flushed out in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Every, every lesser truth you have embraced that has blinded you to the higher truth of God, I command right now, right now, I break their powers in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Break it over your life. Command liberty right now. I declare freedom over your life. Freedom. Freedom. In the name of Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God, we give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you, Father. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on, let's pray. Let's pray. I, I, I feel that God is doing some things here right now. Let me tell you something. Even if what you saw is true, if you don't Guard your heart. It can close you to a blessing that God has for you. Glory to God. I know people. And let me say this. Those of you that are, that are open to a lot of dreams and visions, it's a great thing. It's a great gift. But you need to become watchmen. Do you understand me? You need to be watchful. Watch what you see. You need to watch what you see. You need to watch what you hear. Glory to God. Yeah, be careful. Who is speaking over your life? And I've said before, it does, it's not about the information. It's about the source of the information. It's about the source of the information. I want you to begin to talk to the Lord now. Whatever it is you have received in your spirit that the enemy is using. One of the things that the enemy does is that while men sleep, he comes to sow. He comes to sow. Most divination takes place in your sleep. Majority of divination takes place in your sleep. So while men slept, Jesus tells us in Matthew 13, while men slept, the enemy came and sowed his own seeds. And so sometimes his seeds, by the time they germinate, they look so similar to the real thing. So, oh, well, yeah, the man of God told me that as well. You're going to pray for yourself now. Any seed that was sown in your life while you were spiritually asleep, 
while you were not spiritually aware, you need to uproot them right now. Before, before they germinate. Because once they grow, it becomes difficult. Jesus says you leave them. So before they begin to germinate, let, begin to uproot them. Before they develop roots. Come on, begin to pray. My Lord and my God. Whatever. Whatever the enemy has sown in my spirit. While I was not spiritually aware. While I was sleeping. My Lord and my God. All those seeds. I command those seeds. To be uprooted right now. To be uprooted right now. In the name of Jesus. I uproot them. I uproot them right now. My Lord and my God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. From the roots. From the roots. From the roots of God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Mighty God. In the name of Jesus. Mighty God. We uproot every planting of the enemy. Every seed that the enemy has sown while we were sleeping. Every seed of divination. I command right now to be removed. To be destroyed. To be put into the fire. I release the fire of God. Right now. In the name of Jesus. My Lord and my God. Every seed of confusion. Every seed that confuses our lives. Right now. I release the fire of God. In the name of Jesus. My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. I give you praise. I give you glory. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We're going to pray this scripture again. Numbers 23. Numbers 23 verse 23. You say this after me. Say for there is no sorcery against Jacob. Nor any divination against Israel. It must now be said of Jacob. And of Israel. Oh, what God has done. Hallelujah. So you are going to come against every divination. You are coming, going to come against every sorcery. I don't care what it is. 
that has been spoken over your life over your family over this church in the name of Jesus no sorcery I declare that there is no sorcery no sorcery to tear down every spirit of divination in the name of Jesus thank you Lord in the name of Jesus no sorcery against us no divination in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus my Lord and my God my Lord and my God in the name of Jesus mighty God mighty God mighty God we bless your name we glorify you we give you praise hallelujah every divination against your life every divination that is active in your life from now on is aborted in the name of Jesus against your family every sorcery against your family every sorcery against your marriage every sorcery against your business every sorcery against your career every sorcery against your life right now be destroyed in the name of Jesus come on begin to pray we thank you every sorcery against this church we come against every sorcery every divination in the name of Jesus against our businesses we destroy them against our careers against our marriages right now my Lord and my God Mighty God. Mighty God. We glorify you. We glorify you. We give you praise. I release destiny over you. God's destiny over your life. Over your marriage. Over your relationships. In the name of Jesus. Over your business. In the name of Jesus. Over your ministry. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I declare. As a king in God's kingdom. By the exousia power. Given unto me. Through my joint sitting with Christ. I destroy. I crush. Every sorcery against God's people in the name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. There's somebody here you have been told by some of your family members 
that there is some witchcraft that is working against you and against your family. And there are a few of you here. Raise your hand. Let me see. Who is that? Okay. All right. Just keep those hands up. Lord, right now, <laughs> you've given me power. You've given me authority. You've opened our eyes to the maneuvers of the enemy. Right now, I stand in my office. Lord, you see these hands that I raised. I command, I command every hand of sorcery that is working against their family yes. to be broken yes. in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. I break those hands. Every spirit that has stretched his hands against your family, against your life, either by covenant, I command to be broken. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, we overcome you. If the dragon was overcome by the blood of Jesus, how much more, you little spirit of witchcraft, I come against you right now. In the name of Jesus, I lose these families. I lose them. Right now. Right now. Be loose. Be loose. Be loose. Be loose. In the name of Jesus. I usher you into your destiny. Your prophetic destiny in the name of Jesus. Some of you I see that there is actually a prophetic destiny upon you. The enemy tried to hijack that. Right now we take it back. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Jesus. There's somebody here at certain times, critical times, there's a kind of strong confusion that comes upon you. It comes upon you at those critical moments. And then you're not sure what to do. And then you model things up. From now on, you are free from that. In the name of Jesus. That's, 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 that's a manipulation from hell. I, I command that to cease. The spirit that was assigned to your life to fulfill that from now on I relinquish them of their assignment in the name of Jesus their assignment is over it's over in your life be loose in the name of Jesus I free you from that in the name of Jesus I release clarity over your mind over your thoughts in the name of Jesus no more confusion. God is not the author of confusion. Confusion will not thrive in your life anymore. From this day forward, in the name of Jesus, now receive it, whoever it is. Receive it right now. Receive it. Receive it right now. In the name of Jesus. Mighty God. There's another person here. These are all operations of 
divination different ways there's somebody here there's somebody at certain times that you need to do something critical this person shows up in your life and when this person shows up it affects you it affects your judgment it affects your decision making it's a satanic manipulation from now on it stops in the name of Jesus it stops right now in the name of Jesus there are some of you here it's just it's like the enemy has put he has put a system in place Whereby is that your life is being programmed and monitored. It's like there's a remote control. You want to go this way, but then you find yourself going this way all the time. And it's usually at critical times that you find yourself just making some dumb decisions that take you in directions that you never even wanted to. From now on, I break that. Jesus, I break it right now. Yes, Lord. I command every remote control that the enemy has used over your life, every device that has been attached to your life, every demonic technology that has been assigned to your life is broken right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Somebody is being released from the spirit of fear. There's a major stronghold of fear in your family. Right now, I break that. I break that. In the name of Jesus. The righteous are as bold as a lion. I release boldness over you. In the name of Jesus. Receive boldness. Receive boldness. Receive boldness. In the name of Jesus. A lot of your disobedience has been linked to fear. From now on, be bold. Be strong. Be of good courage. For the Lord your God is with you. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. You walk in faith and victory. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Raise your hands. Lord, I ask for open heavens over these words. Let the pure gifts of the Spirit flow through these words. Pure manifestations of the Spirit. No divination. In the name of Jesus. Lord, you're preparing these people to rule as kings, to walk in their kingship. Let there be no divination around them. They will pull down altars of divination in the name of Jesus. They will terrorize 
spirits of divination. They will terrorize sorcery. Oh my God, wherever they go, wherever they go, the fire, your fire will go before them and consume all the works of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Lord, put into every heart here, every single one, Lord, put supernatural courage, put supernatural boldness, put supernatural strength, strengthen their conviction, strengthen their faith, reinforce their foundations, let them be fortified that they will no longer be tossed to and fro like children blown swayed my lord thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord you can feel somebody it's like it's like something it's like oil is pouring on you there's the anointing receive it receive it he's anointing you for battle he's anointing you to uproot to uproot things from people's lives when you when you when you when you speak things will begin to happen in the name of Jesus receive that oil right now receive that oil you will break chains you will free the captives people that have been bound for so long and have believed a lie for so long when you open your mouth light will shine and they will see the through the deception in the name of Jesus thank you Lord thank you Lord may the Lord purify your heart may the Lord purify your motives that you will not misuse the anointing that you will not misuse his gift in the name of Jesus ask the Lord to purify your heart come on just pray for yourself just tell him Lord purify my heart I don't want to use your gift for selfish purposes. I don't want to use your grace for selfish purposes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. He says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Lord, purify our hearts. Purify our hearts. That we will see true visions from you. We don't want to see Satan's visions. Lord, I ask for discernment. The ability to discern between your voice and the voice of the enemy. You said, my sheep know my voice. Let them know your voice. These are your sheep, Lord. Let them know your voice at all times in the name of Jesus. Continue to expose the enemy. Continue to strip him bare before them. Let him have no hiding place in their lives in the name of Jesus. Let him not even use the scriptures to hide. Let him not be able to use spirituality to hide. Let him not be able to use religion to hide. Open their eyes. To see clearly. To see clearly. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Father. You establish them. 
in your grace establish them in your faith establish them in your word establish them in your house in the name of Jesus thank you father Lord I speak strength to the weak I speak strength to the feeble minds in this place strengthen their minds let them be renewed in the spirit of their minds in the name of Jesus thank you father I give you praise in Jesus' name. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.